0: Recording on whenever you're ready. Have a go.
1: <laughs> this is Liz Bendit from thebombbox.com, and you're listening to Broom Broom Veer with Jeff Smith, reminding you to buy functional care packages for cancer patients.
0: Well done. I kind of like mine better, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's yours. So, okay. I'm going to hit stop. I'll be right back. Wellick, a.k.a. the Jackhammer. Thank you so much for being on Verm Vroom Veer and welcome to the show. How's it going, man?
1: It's going great. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I Really, really appreciate it. And um, when it come December or February or January, you being in Las Vegas, I will be very envious. <laughs> I love that came out dearly, but, you know, it's not exactly Las Vegas, L.A. weather here in December or January. But as they say, it is what it is.
0: It is what it is. So you are in Montreal, not that Correct. far from uh, New York.
1: No, New York, Toronto. No, I'm not that far from New York on the East right, Coast. Right, no, right, right. Almost, uh, an hour and a half plane drive, I think a seven, eight, eight hour uh, car drive. We're near Boston, Philly. No, we're on the East Coast right away.
0: Right. So let's talk about this Jackhammer Effect book slash podcast. So what's going on?
1: yeah so so basically it, it it initially i i it started in 2020 really because uh i never did a podcast in my life but 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 i didn't think it was impossible and we all remember the lockdowns of 2020 and 2021 i guess sure so it's pretty scary and pretty challenging so it forced uh um you know i guess it forced people to hopefully adapt as right, best they could yeah uh, and Part of my adapting was I say, you know what, uh, let me, you know, I, I love podcasting. Let me, let me take a, sh- let me take a shot in this, and I'm called AKA the Jackhammer, and it was just about, uh, I haven't done as many recently, but about trying to find people, primarily, you know, uh, in business, but not exclusively, okay, o- entrepreneurial, meaning that they were creating, doing something on their own. So it could have been an artist, it okay. could have been a business, comedians. Interviewing people that I certainly thought were uh, not to newsworthy, but interesting, fascinating, yeah. and inspiring. God knows, okay. that we didn't have, we needed, we we were a very short supply of inspiration and 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 true that good stuff, you know, positive stuff. That was obviously rightly so. in short supply. And these people were powerful uh, weapons for that. If I can use that expression, you can. So <laughs> it was about trying to uh, interview people that. Uh, Try to look at the uh, know that there is a dark side of the street, but try to keep as much focus on the sunny side. It's the only way you get anything done. And then from that, I uh, or around the same time just before I published the book, Jackhammer Effect podcast uh, book. Right. (laughs) How to break down doors and make business deals happen for those who cannot. And basically, it's just like a, a how to walk me through very simple, very easy to read and understand on Amazon. If anybody's interested, quick read, right. you could start at page 10, go to page 50, go back to page 30, that kind of book. Right. And it will you through the steps, basically, of, of, of starting a business or start, or, or, or starting or, or seeking an opportunity, how to identify it, where to go, where to look, what to do, uh, execution, and then closing. It talks about our sales and it talks about strategic partnerships, which, I'm an expert in and it's been a big part of part of my life right uh you know i brought together heidi klum and new balance uh maybe we'll do of,
0: that story that sounds like a fun story
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. oh cool so that
1: yeah that's that's the uh the book and the um and the podcast and that was it that you know that that was exciting and then uh, you know, the Heidi Klum and the balance, just quickly to tell you, is you know, I think it was 2010, 2012, and uh Heidi Klum is still married to um uh, Seal at that time. She has not been for a while, and she was she's just finishing the pregnancy of her last child, and uh the people I was working with had the maternity rights pregnant, but you know, nine months, that's done. What do you do now? Uh, she, she was still a very, uh, I think she was just on America on Talent then, but she was a very well known individual, not just sure. for a mom. She's a brilliant, besides beautiful, a brilliant individual, a brilliant businesswoman. Tremendous amount of respect for her. Um, tremendous. And um, she, she, you know, they were looking for other opportunities, which is normal. And I came up, well, how about a tie up with a riding shoe? And at that time, the, Whole Lululemon, if you know, athlete leisures, call as a category mm-hmm. was kind of exploding. Lululemon still is leading the way. A tremendous company. Uh, uh, other people were jumping on the bandwagon, rightly so. which creating this the gym and the workout and apparel for particularly for women and and Nike, Adidas, and and I I proposed uh, maybe we 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 try to form a partnership with New Balance. You know, okay. New Balance, is a tremendous company. Uh, uh, by most world people standards I think it's three or four billion dollars today. Wow it's a private company. Yeah. Oh wow back then it was two, two and a half billion, but it was small, not small compared to 99 percent of the world, but small compared to Nike or Adidas, which is like 35, 40, 50, who God knows what they are, a billion right. today. And they were and uh, so so um I did my research and talking to these guys was like talking to God, you know, literally. Uh, they weren't gonna talk to me and and, and also uh, uh, they, they were they were sharp enough and, and aggressive enough and who they were, and they were already on to it in their own way. But New Balance was a, and they were New balance was a private company based in world headquarters in Boston Mass. Okay. And 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 a great, great company, phenomenal, great quality shoe, as most, I'm sure everybody in your audience knows. Under the radar, didn't sponsor at that point many athletes, not like the Michael J. Didn't go that way. I, I know that's changed somewhat, but certainly didn't go the Nike Adidas route. So it was under the radar, low, but tremendous quality. It's been around 100 years, believe it or not. But the person who owned it just bought it in the 70s or 80s. It was really under the radar. And um, and, and and they didn't have much in female apparel. They had really nothing. They sucked. I guess they maybe knew, <laughs> but there wasn't much initiative. They didn't really okay. have any. Right. Uh, they had a little bit. I mean, their business is running shoes or, you know, sneakers, whatever. Um, uh, uh, But they were missing out. I thought this was an opportunity, timing, the right players, so I said, let's let's try to reach out to New Balance. I want to emphasize, I knew nobody in New Balance, which is most of all of my strategic partnerships. I do it for okay. Right. Okay. I have to. I don't know anybody. I wish I did, but I didn't. Okay. So I suggested that to Heidi and the other people involved. They loved the idea, but they correctly said, "Well, who the hell Myron knows at New Balance? He doesn't know anybody. So if he doesn't know anybody. What's his chances of getting to a big company like that? I mean, they are a major corporation." Right. And and the people I was working for said, probably for most people not, but watch, I wouldn't be surprised if Myron did it. Okay? That's good.
0: <laughs> so, okay. I, so you had kind of a reputation already there.
1: Yeah, I did. They know if anybody could do it. So I, a couple of months later, after a lot of perseverance and homework and 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 and, and trying to figure out who the right people are leaving the messages and... Following up, this is 2010, 11 or 12, I don't remember. I finally connected to the right person. A year later, we, you know, a couple of months later, we we all went down, not Heidi Kuhn, but our, our people went down to Boston, had the meetings, subsequent meetings. And the end of the story was about a year or a year change later, the deal was made. And the first shipment went out, I don't know, a year and a half, two years, I don't recall, to Amazon. And so if you, if, if, if I think it's it's still around now, if you go and Google on, on new balance, H K N B, Heidi Klum, New balance, you'll see running shoes and um, apparel. So that was that.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. It was exciting. Yeah. See, so So,
0: like you just sort of like, I kind of had an aha as you're talking about that. It doesn't really have much to do with Myron, (laughs) right? Myron is just figuring out that, New Balance is losing out on, you know, this niche market, right? <laughs> and Heidi Klum is looking for something to do. That might be yeah. a good opportunity, oh, you know?
1: It, it, it's very much me, uh, you know, if you I have... S- you saw opportunity. an opportunity, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and and I did, and I'm not shy to go after whoever it is that I had to go after, no matter who they are. I mean, right. you know, the worst they can do is
0: say no. So, yeah, uh, exactly. Well, uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and I knew, quite frankly,
0: just take
1: yourself out of the equation. You know, even now, you know, they needed someone like Heidi Klum. She, she had tremendous celebrity, celebrity uh, and, and, and status of public awareness. Right. And it was a powerful uh, figure that could that could uh, skyrocket the business quickly <clears> and help design it. And they were the ones that could do it, even though she, you know, you know, Chloe wasn't their biggest forte, but. You didn't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out, which they did. And that they, mm-hmm. they were, they're a solid, uh, proven, quality running shoe company, which we all know. So it was a great little marriage. yeah. Uh, and they both knew that. And, and it made sense. They both needed each other, which is, of course, the basis. And they both complemented and made each other better and stronger and more prosperous, which is the basis of any marriage, whether it's a man and a woman, a woman and a woman, a man and a man, right. or businesses.
0: It's really you know, creating a win-win kind of idea. It's got to be win-win, otherwise it's going to be a lose-lose. Exactly, <laughs> it's got to be a win-win. So thanks, because that that fun story. You know, it's 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 interesting because guy like me don't do deals like that. <laughs> right, so that's fun. You know, um, so let's go back in time. This is vroom vroom veer, right? So that means Bye. we talk about your life and mostly the times that you struggled. Right? right? So like right. every story has a beginning, a middle right. and an ending, right? So it's like in those between an ending and a beginning and a beginning right. and an, you know, middle, um, there's, there's things, to, the lessons to be learned. <laughs>
1: so so Heidi, Heidi Klum was, was still part of the struggle. You know, I lost everybody at 2002.
0: Yeah. Let's business. go back to that, that 2002 right. and you, and what happened?
1: Well, I lost a business and you know, it was gone. I lost it, you know, and, and it, 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 I hit rock bottom. That's what happened emotionally and financially and everything. Right. And then for the next 16 16 years, years, right. I struggled, uh, working odd jobs. This was one of them. I I did, um, shoe cleaning in airports. I did, um, uh, washing offices at not uh, cleaning offices at midnight. Wow. Uh, yeah, I did I did a lot of this
0: odd job. Nothing happened
1: to me, really. The life really... Um, you were just really
0: struggling to find yourself again, huh? Yeah, struggling to find myself. That's a good way of putting it.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I but get it. it. But, but it was more than a struggle. It was a very... Um, it was a do or die. It was an emotional, uh, serious struggle. I mean, I was lucky in a sense of one thing. Uh, a couple of things that, to learn and, and share with, with your audience is that... Um, it helps if you have it. Uh, someone that loves you and still there with you, uh, you can be very lucky. Because if you're doing it alone, it's like you're going through any challenge or problem alone. It's it's even worse. right? Uh, or whoever you're with abandons you. So I was very fortunate. Laura, my wife uh, stuck, stood by me. We've been married 36 years. And right. She's from Brooklyn, York, by the way. And, and, and that was a big help. But at the end of the day, I still had to take care of me. And one of the one of the things I've learned in retrospect, which I'd love to share with you guys, which I'm writing about it now, is called 40 Ways to Stay Young. So one of the things I did, that I, what I really could never get out of bed, I was all kinds of pills, and it was really a very bad scene. Very bad. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Right. Well, maybe I wouldn't, but I really wouldn't. No. no.
0: <laughs> That's maybe. It,
1: <laughs> sometimes emotional paralysis or emotional uh, pain could be a lot worse than physical, but it could come and go. I understand physical could be permanent, so they're both bad, very bad. Mm. But they ruin your life. There's no question. If you can't overcome it, it ruins your life. You're done. And certainly, right. you're going to die, and it's over. So there is comes a time when it's too late. I hate to sound morbid, but that's the bottom line. It's true. But that I kept going for many for ten years, Jeff. I kept going to networking events and meetups where, as you know, the vast, vast majority of people at these events are in their twenties and thirties. It's mostly tech orientated. okay? Right. We're talking about uh, new tech opportunities, and it was growing. And these people at this age are only, only consumed with the future. You know, there, there, there's a famous book with a famous expression, you know, that the, that the person is filled with the future. I love that. And, and that's what these people were. You know, they, they wasn't really much of a past, entrepreneurial speaking, at right. 20-something, 30-something. Yeah. So they
0: really they were
1: it. in high school, right? <laughs> yeah, they, were, they were in college, or they were on right. a working they were starting their careers. Right, right. So figuring it out, which was great. So a lot of that uh, uh, magic, I call it magic dust, wore off on me because I just mainly went to listen. I didn't participate much, listen. And by listening, by going, I, I got inspired. I got uh, rejuvenated. It was the best medicine I ever took.
0: Okay. So I, I, yeah, these, because the energy in those rooms are really yeah. Yeah, uplifting. Right. Yeah, the optimism was yeah. in like We're going to change the world. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. That's
1: what you need. Yeah, You don't want to talk to anybody 50, 60, or 70 because that'd be too depressing. <laughs> so you don't want to do that. Not that. <laughs> right. uh, you know, everybody has different priorities at different stages of their life, and that's normal. So, so that was a bit, you know, and I've wrote, you know, 40 Ways to Stay Young, you know, because of that I learned, you know. And the most important thing I learned, you know, I wrote many different things, but 40, but the end of it, and the last one is, which coming up is, is say, is stay amazed. So if you can stay mm-hmm. amazed, uh, which is much harder, like everything else in life, easier said than done. Right. But true, everything is easier said than done, but that's why you have to try to discipline because everything is easier said than done. All advice is,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: that's why you have to work all the harder to, to try to, you know, make it what works for you find it because, you either find a way, to make a way, or you're going to surrender and die, and that's that hopefully is not an option.
0: <clears throat> definitely,
1: hopefully. definitely. Uh, uh, so, so if you stay amazed, that means you're curious, you're excited uh, by even simple, mundane things, and that becomes a trigger, a catalyst, right, uh, to keep you going doing whatever you're doing. You know, right. if you could wonder, ah. Oh, Whatever it is you know whether it's the beach like you have in in in, in, in the Californias the Caribbean, whether it's the mountains of Washington or around the world whatever it is or the history or the achievements or or business or a person it doesn't matter what it is just be amazed
2: yeah. <laughs> that is
1: versus versus uh, the other option you know which is not an option where you are just either jaded or you become, you know, when someone is neutral or jaded or empty, that's the worst scenario. Of course, that's the worst scenario. Right. So, so that's the worst case. That that's really a, a, a prerequisite for for bad stuff. So, so, so I think that's the most. So I I wrote that, and one of the secrets was, and I didn't even know it then. It wasn't I didn't do it purposely. I just did it, it just impulsively. Uh, stay young. And that's the way I stay young. I mean, you can go to gyms. You can do diet. There's a million million different ways. Right, but that's the way I stayed. young.
0: be around young people.
1: <laughs> yeah, at yeah. that for what I needed. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let's I, eventually we're going to get back to the now and talk yeah. a, about your real estate investment. Yeah, yeah, because that's that sounds really interesting to me. It's um, not
1: my investment. It's what I I help.
0: Yeah. among I'm what they call a business development expert. Okay.
1: Help people find uh, 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 business opportunities. I help strategic partnerships, and I help people find uh, real estate opportunities. Gotcha. Okay? Other
0: right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you got going on now. That's what I have going on now.
1: Business I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So real estate is one of them. Okay. No question where uh, uh, they find to find opportunities that make Hopefully that they buy that makes sense for them. That's one of the things. Right. I also do a strategic partnerships, working for a big health company in the states and and here. So, you know, what I did with Heidi Klum and New Balance, trying mm-hmm. to put companies reach out to me, putting you know, working with people to try to say, can you? Because strategic partnerships are a great way to grow cost-effectively a company. So right. If you could find the right partners and and then make it happen. So I help identify and help execute.
0: Yeah, for sure. So let's talk, like, uh, what did you do with the, the New England Patriots? Because that's- that well, what like- happened then it was very interesting. <laughs> I, it sounds like a fun story. Yeah, it is a fun story. They've so, got a again, lot of money rolling around to spend, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, yes and no. I'll tell you why. They, they, they uh, again, this is an interesting, very much a jackhammer. So in 21 or 22, I, uh, you know, everything being online, I befriended this young lady in Los Angeles- And in a networking event, we became friends. She's a marketing in L.A. And and one of her clients was Seal. And uh, Seal's a famous musician. Right. And he lives in L.A. And um, in talking to her, I forget exactly what happened. I said, uh, you know, would Seal be, because he couldn't do um, uh, physical uh, performances yet. So I guess it was sometime in 21, the latest. And what happened is, uh, I said to her, uh, you know, Sam, what else, you know, is, is Seal open to partnerships and all that? And she said, well, he happens to like the New England Patriots, as you know, Seal. I think originally from England, so maybe so. But he's very knowledgeable of football, extremely. So okay. she loves the part, part, uh, New England Patriots. So if you could reach out to them, maybe he could sing. And you know, remote, he couldn't be there. I don't uh, because even then. They, they had games, but I'm not sure if they had people in the audience. It was a right. very. Right, right, sort of, right. Uh, yeah. There was like ours. one
0: or two seasons with no audience, right? Exactly. Lockdown? And, okay. And,
1: exactly. And um, yeah, so what ended up happening is fortunately, for, I guess because of the COVID, uh, everybody was working remote. So right. I, reached, I got in touch with the head of marketing at the Patriots on her cell. <laughs> and, wow! And, and, I did, I did. And, and she loved the idea they they love seal so eventually uh to abbreviate this uh i brought them together we had a major zoo seal sarah the, a couple of key people in marketing in the new england patriots and and they loved him i mean he, he was a he was a very very affable Self-effacing, knowledgeable guy. about football is incredible, incredible, and he really loved it. Very, very a lot of respect for him. He's a great individual, and it was cool being about an hour on 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 a, on a Zoom podcast. You could imagine it was just quite exhilarating. Yeah, you, had, you know, and you had one or two others, a couple of the key marketing people uh, in the Massachusetts, I guess, New Hampshire area for the Patriots. Anyways, but at the end of the day, they wanted him, but they couldn't come to uh, a, a, a arrangement. If you know what I mean, um, they couldn't come. to they couldn't could figure out. it out. They, they, they couldn't figure out the dollars. They couldn't figure out a few things. Okay. So, so, unfortunately, that could be win win for everybody. So, it didn't happen. Uh, they wanted it to work. He wanted it to. They couldn't. Unfortunately, it didn't. But I brought them together. They had the Zoom. And uh, the Patriots were so cool. I liked them they, in, in thanking me trying me. They sent me their app. They sent me a t shirt. They sent me an cut, which is very cool. I still wear it now. And they know I'm in Montreal because it's a long sleeve t shirt. But they're a boss. <laughs> You know, <laughs> right. it is a short sleeve, but, but they're in Boston. So, you know, the weather is very similar. So, um, yeah, they were, they were great people gracious. That's the story with the Patriots.
0: That's nice though. I mean, it's, it's just out of the blue, out of kind of nowhere. <laughs> You've got this like uh hidden talent of, you know, finding secret phone numbers, I guess. That's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. So it, 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 yeah, it happened. And they were phenomenal individuals, phenomenal. And, right. uh, See, It was too, you know. Unfortunately, it couldn't. That would have been cool if they did. But it was still, like I said, if you would have been kind of
0: quietly watching the Zoom,
1: you would have loved it too. It was quite, it was, <laughs> it was,
0: quite, it was great listening. Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. So, what did you do at Madison Square Garden? Madison Square Gardens and also owns Radio City Music Hall. Not okay, a, I don't know.
1: Not everybody knows that. I didn't know, know that. No. Company. Yeah, most people don't. But it's the same company, I believe. And what happened then? A company out of New York. Uh, reached out to me to uh, they were a travel app trying to to um to get tourists coming to New york which is in the millions to u- u- to use their app you know with with tour guides that would help them navigate their way through new york city um okay. unfortunately quite a year or two it didn 't work but in the interim they reached out to me for strategic partnerships what i do so i I, I reached out to uh and I brought on board Master Square Garden, Radio City Music Hall, got in touch with them, um, got in touch with Madame Tussauds Wax Museum.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: Famous right. Wax Museum in New York City, in Manhattan, and London, England. Right. And a few other players, which you went to the world most have heard of restaurants and, 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 and other appropriate potential. Quite, quite a few, I think. But the big ones were like Master Square Gardens, which is was, which was a big one. Uh, They were great, and Madame Tussos and and Radio City Musical.
0: Yeah. So the the app didn't work out, but. They didn't didn't work out. They worked, but at, at
1: the end, you know, after they couldn't get enough. People using it long enough. You oh yeah, know, yeah,
0: yeah, but I mean that's not on you. You did the partnership, no, 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 <laughs> right? I mean,
1: right, right. But it's not a it's not unusual, Jeff. Yeah, that people, a
0: lot of these apps just don't fit. They fizzle. It's
1: not uh, even an app. Any business runs out of resources, financial. You know, they can right. hard to sustain yourself. Oh, I get that's it. A for any entrepreneur, it's a big right. challenge.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this story about. um, you meeting this this guy that was doing um, real estate deals, right? And then that is kind of like your re, reinvention story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it, yeah. It, you know, I don't know if you're religious and are you a religious guy?
0: Um, I'm spiritual, not necessarily okay. religious, okay. but I believe but, all the re- religions are correct because <laughs> some people feel, and you might be, you know, if I tell
1: you the story, you interpret it the way you want that, sure, uh, somebody. I don't know who or what. Angel, call it what you want. Matt, you know, if this was a movie, you would say it's a movie, but it's a great movie scene because it would fit in a movie, okay? But not in real life. Got it. Almost how I met my wife. You know, I met her standing in line in LaGuardia Airport in New York. Okay, yeah. thirty-eight years ago, we were standing in line in a taxi line. You know, and she was a very pretty girl and a smile that I could kill. Yeah. and and and. and that's are story. <laughs> <We're
0: married. laughs> story. How it's random,
1: crazy. huh? How ra- <laughs> if You want to meet the love of your life? Go to New York City's LaGuardia Airport, great airport. Stand in line with a taxi. You never know who's going to be there. That's true. Anyway, yeah, I hope this doesn't cause a flood. Cause <laughs> it probably won't. I'm not that well known. Yet. So, uh, so, anyways. But, but, but going back to this, I it was one of the events I kept. I just mentioned that I kept going to, right? These network events, which were all. There was nothing about ever real estate. They're all technology based, basically, or, you know, or starting small businesses, food related. They were not not real estate related. And there was this young man in his mid thirties, just starting a real estate business. He really had no reason of being there. No more than you, because I know you're not in real estate. You know, you just wouldn't have gone. You know, it's like you going to a dental convention. I mean, why would you? It just doesn't relate to It just doesn't relate to what you do, you know, unless unless there's some peculiar personal reason, but it wasn't from a business point of view. Right. It doesn't relate to what you do, which is understandable. So we pick where we go, what relates to what we do, generally speaking. Generally. Yeah. So he, I guess he was curious. It was eight o'clock at night. I don't know why he should have been there. He really shouldn't have been there. But he this lesson, He didn't have much to say. He said, I'm in real estate. And that was it. And he's only in his early thirties, mid thirties then. This was about three and a half, four years ago. And he, um he, uh at the end of it, I reached out to him, and we became friends, not friends, we became uh, acquaintances, so true. and then uh, uh, I asked him a little more, we met, I said to him how business was going, he said well, it was going well, but it, and he was growing, so it was going in the right direction, but again, some people say that he came there to meet me and I came there to meet him. That's the spiritual part because yeah. it makes no sense. We should have been there. It is kind of weird. You know what I mean? It's, it's very funny.
0: similar to you meeting your wife randomly, right? It's, yeah, it's
1: very random, serendipity, right. serendipish, coincidental. It's the kind yeah. of thing you see in a movie. You say, Okay, it happens in the movies. That's cool. It makes for good drama, right.
0: or a good story. But that doesn't happen in real life, right?
1: But that's not I mean, the chance of <laughs> that happening in life are I'm not saying it can't happen. Of course it does. Right. Because every fiction is based on some threads of inspiration and truth. It's just that it's exaggerated right. to make it entertaining and exciting. Right. But it's based on something. Nothing comes from literally nowhere. Maybe unless it's a total fairy tale, which that maybe comes from nowhere. But even that <laughs> may come from somewhere. But then it's exaggerated to make it entertaining, which is which is great, which is what you want. Sure. Because real life itself could be very boring. Correct. It's very boring. Yeah. But you, you don't want to just watch everybody's day in and day out. I mean, no. that's, it's done. It's got to be entertaining for a book, or or for hours, or a movie. The bottom line is people got to no matter it can be sad, happy, but it's got to be entertaining. Otherwise, what are you going there? That's a book or a movie, whatever. So so it's a metaphor, but it's not real life, of course. But that's the great part of it. So what happened is he we befriended, but this is real life. We befriended each other a little bit, and it turns out that he he needed some um, uh, uh, what's the word private uh, I'm all. uh, uh, mixed up today. Sorry, there's so much going on. Private uh, uh, extra, uh, financial help to grow okay. to, to buy more properties, um, which uh, that's what he did then. He, they were successful there growing. It was it was a good, uh, I would say problem, but good challenge of any business. They were growing, they need more funds and all that. Okay. That's a good, or a good problem, as a cliche says. And, and I helped find him quite a bit uh, through people I knew who invested with him. He was good and then and then, and then at some point, we were only together about a year at some point. I didn't work for him. I was paid out of remuneration. And then at some point, uh, he, he his business was growing. So he was finding properties that were not on the market. That's called off-market or pocket listing, which exists everywhere. Okay. But he was doing it himself. He was doing it himself, which he was. But the business was growing, and he was unable to manage everything, him and his partner. He had a partner as efficiently and expeditiously as he wanted. He asked me, I said, could I help him? And he said, yes, of course. And I did. And I found him some, some, some opportunities, and then I realized I have a skill I could do. it. And I I, I went beyond him. I had no particular car. I went beyond him and learned it and found other investors. And then three and a half years later, I found investors, you know, uh, I found, you know, I was responsible, not myself, for for millions of dollars of property investments. and wow. and, and that started and, and uh, yeah, and 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 also partnerships with others. So I—that's I, the business development doing for in, in, investors, and that's that was my expertise. Once I understood a little bit what people are looking for, uh, I hone in on that.
0: Okay, so so just give us a little bit of uh, a detail of say like a particular say like hidden gem kind of deal that you found. Well, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if I know you a did get, a lot. At the end of the day, okay. you know, real estate is that people have to—they
1: um, put their money where their mouth is. Either they buy it or they don't. You don't get paid an agent unless they buy the property and transition it. Otherwise, right, right. That's the thing about real estate. It's not a weekly thing, but you can do well, possibly, transactions. So it's—it's it's just a, a multitude of. Um, Things that I've uh, properties, once I understand a, an investor's criteria, uh, whether it's okay. units or money, I have to go out and find it. And then it depends on many, many variables. You know, you know, it depends on many variables. I don't know if the word is gem, the word is a long term opportunity because real estate is a long term game. You know, sure. you, you, to be successful, I think you got to generally people tell you 10, 50, 20, 30. It's a long term game. So right. people are young, it doesn't happen overnight. You gotta be risk adverse. Uh, and you know, my father used to joke, but it's not a joke. When I was a very young kid, he was in real estate for a while. You know, he used to show me big buildings, like big apartment buildings, 40, 50 stories. And most people, when you look at that, you say, okay, the guy built it. I mean, how'd he build it? How'd you get that money? How You know, it just seems so overwhelming. To right. Right, all right, 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 right. It is overwhelming when you think of it, a ten, you know, 10 million, 30 million. I mean, it's it's just really overwhelming, overpowering and he says he's bankrupt you know so my, you know my father you know which is very true so my father used to say you can make a lot of money you can lose a lot of money but you can't pay the rent in real estate and and and, and that's very true with a lot of real estate and you know today maybe it's changed people are looking for cash flow but right. that, it was a struggle if you know what i mean you could do very very well people do obviously i mean until technolo- technology exploded the most millionaires, most successful people, are from real estate. If you notice, uh, yeah, it's not, just, it's not just the famous Trump. It's a lot of other people who make <laughs> have made a lot of money in real estate. There's no question, no question about it, everywhere from Nevada, California, everywhere. Right. But you know, technology has also now become an explosive area and opportunity for a lot of people. It's also a lot easier to get into, yeah, a lot more uh, cost effective to get into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why
0: into real estate is difficult. Real estate not, is very capital intensive, like you need oh, to have a lot of money or investors, yeah, but, right. but, you, but you could find it. But
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a physical thing, right? Yeah, so exactly. If you're yeah. Building something and you, you need all these supplies, you need all the products, or even if you're buying, you need to, to, to renovate. Yeah, it's a physical thing, but that's why a lot of people like it. It's still a physical thing. Well,
0: you have something even when things go bad. Exactly. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like it, if you've got an app and you're and you're investing, you know, tons of money in an app, and the app just goes fizzle, well, now gone. you don't have anything. <laughs> it's gone. Right. And and,
1: and, and right. In real estate, you know, like during COVID, it didn't get it didn't get the virus. You know, it doesn't get the virus. Real estate. So no, it it's a building, and it people did very well generally with real estate, unlike unfortunately other industries, other areas of our economy, restaurants and bars, yeah, suffered. It's terrible yeah. uh, real estate did not they exploded right. they exploded right. generally renovations were big because people couldn't travel they couldn't do anything else right
0: right
1: so that's part of real estate people were renovating understandably they were buying right. equipment stuff for their home or their cottage or whatever the hell it was so uh but it's not for everybody you know it's a risk for you have to be a certain personality because it are very very people i'm sure yeah
0: you know I, like if you don't want to be a homeowner or you're slightly uncomfortable doing like little things around the house you probably don't want to get into real estate I've
1: well, <laughs> right also you have to deal with tenants it's a tremendous responsibility jeff yeah you know, and, oh totally you have to be at risk adverse so it's far from for everybody there are a lot of very successful people i'm sure will tell you i'm sure tell me right they don't have much to do with real estate they don't are you right. know or big responsibility big in the beginning you know if you buy a little apartment for six units or four units, you take care of the tenants or something. You know, it's work. It's okay, it's, yeah, it, as long as you're into it, right? Right. As as it, it's not for everybody, like a lot of things. If you're into it, phenomenal, right? People are very successful.
0: So, what other sorts of deals are you uh, are you brokering, or what other kinds of business development deals are you putting together these days outside I'm of helping, real estate?
1: Uh, yeah. Architects in Montreal find more customers. Okay. You know, and and they are they mainly work with the real estate firm, but they can work in all. They can work in renovations. Right. I'm helping, um work with a medical company in 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 oh interesting in 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 in, in the states to help them find out of the box strategic partnerships that in that that relate to wealth and health. They're not directly related. They're an online company. Uh, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Focus. I you know I I, I do that. Do real estate, and uh, and my and my expertise is, as it says, very simply, business development expert. So if somebody can come to me, I can all, almost handle, long as he, long as it's not too technical or too academic. That's not my, in my wheelhouse, of course. Right, that's right. Not, But I can handle, and I have many different industries. If you look at, uh as uh, partners, you know, medical, architects. How to the balance that the guy was in the clothing business, gentleman was in the clothing business then. There was an app then I handled. There was a guy who I helped work out of California, really, Sacramento, finding him, he was an app too for restaurant reservations in the um, uh, during COVID, no, after, before COVID, I'm sorry, before COVID, obviously. Uh, and one might say, you know, what what does myron have to do with it i don't and the, the quick interesting story that he was a beautiful guy at a sacramento company was called seat ninja they don't exist anymore either i think he sold out okay and it was before COVID. and the reason how i got that gig which is a story is simply is that i heard him being interviewed on uh, uh an entrepreneurial podcast on cyrus radio okay. listen to this list. one evening i loved him loved it he was looking Funding opportunity, telling his story—you know, typical thing like um, any of the entrepreneurial shows that you see on um, on TV. You know, the famous Mister Wonderful, all those shows. Right. But this was a a version on radio. And I got his contact information. I got, I got, I went to the website the next morning, sent him an email and all that, and he contacted me. He said, "How the hell did you find me?" And I said, "He's in Sacramento, California." Was, and 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 just the other side of the of the world of uh, North America, like you are on, right, right, <laughs> and of course. And I said to him, I heard you on the show. He said, you're right. I said, he said, you're looking for whatever, help. Are you? He said, yeah. And that's how I started with it. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. Phenomenal guy.
0: Yeah. Did it work out?
1: Yeah, it did for a while, for sure. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, was yeah. good. It was good for a while. And then he, then he moved on to other things. But he was, um, he was a phenomenal individual. I love him.
0: That's awesome. So like every time you like you're out there, you've got the radar out, right? <laughs> you're like, oh, I can help. So I think you've got a good attitude, right? You've got this sort of like, yeah. sort of like spidey sense about like but, I know yeah. how to help people do a certain thing, right?
1: Right, but I also don't miss words. If I don't think I can help, it's not about the money. I will I will tell
0: you. Totally. Yeah, But that's totally. good though. I mean, yeah. if I can't bring value, uh, Jeff. I will tell you. I can't figure This it isn't going to work out. A lot of things I can't do. Right. Can't do. Sure, sure. You can't fix a web page. No. <laughs>
1: I, I, I no, no. No, I can't. <laughs> a lot of things I can't do. So, whether you pay me a dollar, you pay me a thousand, a million, if I can't bring value or bring success to you for me, right. then I'm not the man or the woman. I'm not the person.
0: Yeah, yeah. I no. get
1: it. And a lot of things I cannot do.
0: Right. So, a, as we wrap up, I want to make sure we close out and get you onto your next thing. It's almost three o'clock on the East Coast. So how right. can people best get in touch with the jackhammer?
1: I'd love to hear from anybody on LinkedIn.
0: Okay. See I'll put remote. your LinkedIn uh, profile link in the show notes.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. And I just like to say what I like, always say, which is important because at the end of the day, you know, especially when you're 70 going on 50, I operate with a sense of urgency, but I always yeah. did. So I want to just say this, if I may. You if may. If I call it. Well, everybody, Um, you know, and I'm and I'm and I when I talk about, I emphasize I'm living proof. So I'm not 20. I'm living. I've been to hell and back reinvented myself at 67. So let me preface it with that. So age is but a number as I'm living with you all, as you can see. So whatever your age or circumstances, it's never too early or too late to pursue your dream. But following this podcast with Jeff, I want you to make a list, whoever's listening, of three things you want to accomplish. But you got to do it. The first is something you want to do now, right now. Second, something. The second is something you want to do, let's say, this year. And maybe it'd be tough because there isn't much time left in this year. I understand we're in the final quarter. Right. So maybe it rolls into early, early 24. And the third is something you want to do the next three years. Then take a leap and start with your right now goal right now. This is the most important thing. If you're okay. going to procrastinate, you're only fooling yourself. So that's okay. You can do that. But whether you're 20 or you're 90, there's going to come a time when it's gonna to be too late. So for your second or third goal, start your planning with specific steps to achieve them right now. And the only thing holding you back is you. It's not a plan I've been to hell back, I know that, it is true. Remember, I was 67 when I decided to become, you know, when I say a business development expert, focus on real estate and other things. So you're never too young or too old to pursue your goals and your dreams. But, but, and this is the whole thing, you gotta start now. So it's all a call to action. You could stumble, fail, close the door, but because action will bring, bring res, will bring action. It will bring something. Right. Nothing brings nothing. It's a cliche, I know, but it's true. Cliches are there for a reason. Mm. They're true. That's why they're repeated so often to make it crazy. You know, like the word <laughs> my, mindset. You know, it's crazy because people are sick of hearing it, but it's true. Okay, it's a simple thing. Yeah. So all these don't mean anything. They're just words. They mean nothing unless you execute. And if you don't, that's fine. Mm. Whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter. If you want to travel around the world, that's cool. Mm. Okay. But do what you got to do to give yourself the travel. I don't care what you want to do. It's what you want to do, not me. And because there's going to come a time you can't do it. And just that's because true. you're 20, you don't have forever. That's it.
0: The, the other thing that I, I'm going to say, I took away from listening to you chat. There was two things that you were doing. Um, so, one time you were at an airport in the line in a taxi cab, waiting for a taxi, and you met your wife through right. like, just By the airport
1: in New York. But Loved that
0: had, you, had you been on your couch that day and decided not to go to New York, you wouldn't have met your wife.
1: <laughs> but I go one step further. Yes. If if I didn't introduce myself, I went to her. Exactly. she <laughs> <laughs> turned around, or I turned, I made I think the first thing because she has a smile that could seduce you. And 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 I had to go up to her. Remember, I didn't know her from a hole in the wall. Right. And it turns out she also speaks French too. She's from France, and very few Americans speak French. Montreal does. And she family had a country house here an hour from Montreal. This is ridiculous, ridiculous, rare coincidence that you'd only see in a movie. But I had to have the balls to go up to her right? And her, and her maybe to say, look, either politely I'm busy, I don't want to talk to you, or what, whatever the case may be, right? Nothing right. would happen. But I have the attitude is, all she
0: could do is say no. So, so what's the <laughs> that, big deal? That should be a chapter of a book. All that can happen know. is no. <laughs> yeah, so, and you don't know what you're missing. That's right. That's right. And the other the other thing the other time you got off your couch was when you were, you know, in that paralyzed with self doubt and depression. You weren't sitting on the couch. You weren't watching TV, were you? Oh. No. You were getting out there. Not much was happening. Nothing was happening. (laughs) Nothing was happening. But you were out there. Yeah. There so like 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 I was I was depressed too. And depression is more about isolation. Than right. anything else, absolutely. So if you're depressed and paralyzed with self doubt, the worst thing you can do is sit on the couch and watch TV. And the hardest, <laughs> easiest thing you could do too. It's the easiest thing to do. Yes. The hardest Hide thing out. is to get the out of there and yeah. do something. You got to for your own self, for nobody else. Right. Just do it out of selfish to reasons. I got it. Yeah. Find some so pants. Get off the couch. <laughs> and go do out. it. But go out. Go out. Not to, not to the bar I'm talking about. You got to no, go out somewhere. Something where something, some sort of business is happening.
1: Well, you go to, there's networking events and meetups in every city in North right. America. Every,
0: every day. day. Right.
1: I don't know about every day, but they're quite up. today now. Now that we're back for a blast, there was a time with COVID. COVID. At
0: least once a week. Maybe more than once a week.
1: Yeah, they're, they're all the time.
0: Yeah, they're all the time.
1: So. Las Vegas has them. LA, every major city in North America has their own version. Right. Everybody.
0: So get out there
1: it's very commonplace,
0: yeah, oh yeah, Myron, this has been a blast it's been a blast this is thanks thanks for sharing your story. It was inspirational uh you're doing very well <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> you're doing very well I, I I hope i'm as as mentally sharp and active and uh ready to rock and roll as you are when i'm your age. It's and up to you, remember it that, is up Jim. to me. <laughs> Thank you, Myron. I appreciate you uh, hanging out with me for a little while. Don't Your hang up. You Thank
2: you, sir.
0: Don't hang up just yet. I'm going to hit stop and I'll chat for you for two more minutes.
2: Bye, plan.